yeah. So you know the famous meme, the screaming goat meme? I don't know about famous, but yes, I know the one you're talking about. Okay, infamous. I mean, it's it's popular. It's been popularized. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, just type in screaming goat into Bing or Google, whatever, and you'll you'll hear it, you'll see it, and you'll laugh. Um, anyways, uh, because it's such a jarring sound, my girlfriend actually loves using it as a notification sound in her calendar. But for oh, no. some, <laughs> well, if you think about it, for <laughs> It's one of those things like, you know, it goes off. I'm not going to do it now. Actually, here's a clip of it. So when that goes off, then you're like, what the hell? Oh, oh, I have to do something. So it's it's kind of a good drawing experience. Um, but uh, for the past, I don't know, like four or five months or so, for whatever reason, that sound stopped working in her calendar app. She actually uses the Outlook calendar app on her phone. Okay. Um, even before she met me, which is kind of cool. Um, but she's like, yeah, no, I, I, I even called Microsoft and they, they, they said it was not possible. And uh, yesterday, finally, I got a hold of her phone with her <laughs> approval. I got a hold of her phone. I went into the notification settings of the calendar and it was a scroll, 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 screaming goat, test it. And there you go. <laughs> and she was like, wow, how did you do that? I'm like, I just, it's, it's under notifications. And <laughs> I think what it was for her was the difference of nomenclature and ter- terminology. Like she was calling Microsoft and saying, I want to change the ringtone. Mm-hmm. And the rep was like, yeah, there's no such thing as a ringtone. Now, mm-hmm. the rep should have also said, oh, do you mean the notification sound? Because that's what we that's what you're looking for. But for whatever reason, they're like, yeah, that's just not possible. They, just, they gave her a, a dead end. So, yeah, I mean, uh, she was obviously very happy. And uh, yeah, that's a regular that's, handyman. I, that's as good as you're going to get for me. That's for sure. Well, I think that it's kind of like the new age handyman, like how it used to be very much about, and it kind of still is like, you know, being able to fix things around the house and let Mm -hmm. me build you a shed and that kind of thing. Nowadays, I think it's a little different. Like nowadays you have, uh, different issues. You have computer issues, you have, you know, stuff like that where it's like ringtones and just different tech problems and the ability to be a handyman with that is starting to be almost more valuable than the old. I mean, now that you're right, everybody has some sort of computer on their person at all times. And if they need to be able to do something and it's not doing it, having the, uh, that one individual that has the knowledge, it's, it's great to have. If you have a kind of a niche, more knowledge, like for example, uh, again, my girlfriend, she's a seamstress, so she knows the ins and outs of all the different kinds of uh, sewing machines and, and other machines that she uses in her job and, and, and her field. And I look at it like it's uh, like it's it's completely foreign to me. I right. What does this do? Like, what does that do? And then she explains it to me. But then she uses words I don't know. Like, I don't know what you just <laughs> said. <laughs> I want to learn, but I'm so lost right now. Um, but you're right. I, it's, it's funny though. There, uh, when it comes to like having a handyman, there is always that one guy, like you go to, you go to cousin Bob and he'll fix your car. You, you go to, you, you go to cousin Sandra and she, she knows the ins and outs of like fixing a washer dryer or, um, you know, fixing plumbing or something like right. that. Then there's the nerd. But unfortunately, because computers are a lot newer and it's not something that's necessarily passed down from like generation to generation, it's only one nerd. And that's me, and that's you. <laughs> in every in every relationship I've ever been in, 
and every you know in in my extended family i'm the guy that people come to like i'll get random messages from my cousins in england and they'll say hey i'm having this issue with instagram or i'm having this issue with my iphone can you help me <laughs> like mm-hmm. well you're you know close to 4000 miles away what you got? <laughs> I'll I try. do my best from here, but keep in Seriously, mind, I'm here. Do you not have an Apple store <laughs> over there in London? You know, the giant city of every American store available? You don't have one? Okay, that, that's fine, I guess. It's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, to a degree, it's kind of a, it's kind of, you know, obviously it's, it's, it's nice, but then you become that, the IT guy. Mm-hmm. And every gathering, every event, whether it be somber or happy, it's like, oh, you're here. I've got a question for you. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, shoot. Of course. I did not sign up for this. I need more alcohol. And you don't <laughs> drink, so you got to deal with it. At least no, I, I can drink and like try right. to like walk away from it. No, I, I, I think we've talked about this before. I've, I work for food. It's the, okay, you want me to do some tech for you, especially if they want me to come to their house? Mm-hmm. Feed me. Yeah, grill up some burgers while I'm fixing your stuff. That's all I ask. And then that's actually not that. a bad trade. Yeah. Like especially, oh yeah, dude. Especially with my father-in-law's burgers. Oh, smoked uh, burgers, dude. Oh. Burgers, <laughs> burgers. Those are very, very good. I was very impressed. But my question is now, uh, with with tech being kind of a uh, a mainstay or common ground or something that everyone has to as you were saying in in a previous podcast everyone should now have to have some sort of level of technical expertise do you think that the next generation like the generation of my kids and and whatnot they'll without self-proclaiming that they have technical expertise they'll just they'll just know because that, that's what it seems like. It seems like, you know, these kids that are five, six years old, like, oh, I know how to fix that. And that's only because um, they, they've been surrounded from it with day by day one. Yeah, I, I think they'll have a very interesting level of knowledge to it because it'll be part of their lives through their entire life. So unlike a car where you don't have really inter- any interaction until you're 16, they're going to grow up on this. They're going to be using this their entire life. No, if anything, I think the kids are going to have easier times like learning other things because it's not going to be the way we grew up where it was, uh, you know, okay, you want to learn about a car. Uh, now you got to go to the library or go talk to someone that you know or whatever. It's just it's instant gratification when it comes to that. You want to learn about a car? Cool. You, you Google what you want to learn about and then boom, there's the answer. I think now the accessibility to like education overall, if you want to learn about anything, um, the availability, a lot of it is free, like through YouTube or through like blogs and and people with the technical know-how wanting to share it with other people just for the love of sharing. And I, I think that's um, with the d- democratization of the Internet, that's something that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, and, you know, majority of them are not over pay- paywalls or anything like that. Yeah, people just want to share information, and it's going to be very interesting. Right. And the argument of, oh, I don't know how to do that, is slowly but surely kind of like waning. Um, the problem is it still takes that internal go-getter to say, all right, I'm going to type into YouTube how to change a spark plug. 
I'm going to go and find out how to, um, f- uh, you know, fix the leak in, right. in my house. And sometimes it requires money. Sometimes it requires time and people. I mean, if we're being honest, people don't have have that luxury anymore you know mm-hmm. and so that's why we're still going to have professionals i don't i don't think everyone's going to be an all-arounder handy man handy woman or anything like that but as long as like people are willing to take that extra step into a world that could be considered scary to them because it's new and it's different as long as they're able to and willing um you know, broadening of horizons is going to be extremely vast for these kids. Right. You see kids, I've seen kids nowadays that like just anytime that they're interested in anything, they just instantly know about it because they just start looking up and learning. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty insane how some of these kids can take uh, to some of the knowledge that is bestowed upon them. Now, if it's like history or science, I think people, I think kids have a uh, a general uh, like overall feeling like they don't want to learn it because it's very scholastic. You know, it's it's very um, rooted in in school. But I if think, it, I think, I mean, it's, I, it it can be science. It just it's like it's the generalization of like school versus what they want to learn about. They they get interested in. You know, okay, uh, here's how to make uh, non-Newtonian fluids, and here's how those work and stuff. And they have an interest in that, so they start looking up information, and they start learning all about it, learning about the physics of it, learning about how the chemical reactions work and everything. They go deep dive into it, but it's the the difference is the, how like it used to be, where it was just like, okay, here's a bunch of general science knowledge. Mm-hmm. 1% of it you're actually going to be interested in. The rest uh, you're going to throw away. I mean, that's why I like Mythbusters and like some of the YouTube channels like the slow-mo guys because they'll, they'll, blow, they'll blow stuff up and it's cool visually and it looks amazing. Um, but they also explain like, okay, this is why this is happening and I can't use science words, so I won't. But they're like, you know, the, because of the, the combustion and this and that and there's oxygen and then there's Morpheus or something and it's like, oh, I, I understand that now. And they can go back to school, and if a teacher, you know, brings up a similar topic, you know, they'll have that much more knowledge over the other classmates um, because of essentially entertainment, um, whether it be on the TV or or, or things like YouTube. Um, I, as a parent, what I really enjoy is, is seeing both of my kids um, being involved in labs, whether it be in science or math. And these are labs that use like real world scenarios where they will actually take a real world problem solving uh, situation and apply it to the math or apply it to the signs that they're learning. Oh, instead see, of, that's nice. Yeah. Instead of this like generic, hey, why don't you go ahead and add this atom to that atom and then you tell, tell me how many uh, protons are, are used. I'm like, oh, do I have to? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like what? What purpose is this going to serve in my life? Okay, here's where it serves. Okay. No, I love that. That is that is awesome. I, yeah. I really commend that. Like That is really cool. <laughs> There's um, a, when my daughter went to a summer camp, uh, she, she just turned seven. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, they're already, they were already teaching her 
the concept and a few of the elements of the periodic table. But it wasn't just like here's the table. Learn all the learn all the Latin and learn all the um, all the abbreviations. Each of the elements they turned into actually it was just this one gentleman. His name is Steve. I don't know his last name, but Steve actually turned every single element into a superhero, into a character. Wow. Yeah, and he has a comic book, and he has like he has an agreement with this game developer up in Seattle that they're going to make a game, an educational game surrounding it. Like that wow. is a great way to learn, um, you know, something so mundane. I hated the periodic table because I, I like like you just said. I couldn't see a reason to apply it to my everyday life. Um, maybe in cooking, maybe I guess. Um, but over, after, you know, beyond that, it was just such an ephemeral kind of like I'm never, I'm never gonna touch this. But if they made it fun, you know, and you, you had like this, uh, the the main character, his name is Elementus, and he can change to any uh, any element, and his elements have superpowers, but they also have it also have um, uh, what's the opposite of superpowers? Detrimental side effects. Yeah, <laughs> weaknesses. So well, yeah, weaknesses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weaknesses is easier to say, <laughs> and it's less negative. Um, but yeah, going going back to the topic at hand, I mean, I um, I don't mind being the tech guy because um, I know my role, like the Rock says. I know my role. I know my place. What about you though? I mean, you get food for your tech, so I guess that's not mm-hmm. that's not such a bad deal. But do you yeah, feel I'm fine like with it. it's it's people if it's like family and something, and they're like, "Hey, how's it going?" and then they're just like, "Oh, by the way, you have this knowledge. Can you help me with this?" I'm I'm okay with that. Okay, I I'm perfectly okay with that. It's the people that are just like barely know me, barely anything, and they just start asking questions, and I'm like, "Okay." I'm sorry. Like, hi, how's it go? How you been? Like, let's have a conversation before you just jump into, I need this. I need that. I remember, um, a colleague of mine, um, introduced me to a friend of his We're you know, just chatting over drinks. And then, um, I got, I guess, you know, this was during the time where I pretty much added anybody as a friend on Facebook, not on Facebook anymore, but, um, yeah, I added him as a friend, and then no less than twenty four hours later, he's like, "Hey, it's blah 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 from last night." I'm like, "I know, yeah, that's why I added you." Like, cool. So I have this router that's not like working, but it's only a year old. I'm like, "Whoa, where did this come from? <laughs> oh, did we talk about this last night?" <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Did I promise him? Like, this is the problem with alcohol. Like, did I promise him last night that I would fix his tech issues? I don't remember. <laughs> but to my knowledge, that wasn't an, a part of any conversation. <laughs> So this was coming out of, out of left field a little bit, and it's not that I felt used or anything like that, but it was one of those things like like when I asked him a few more questions, it was very clear that he looked at the router and said, oh, for heaven's sake, I don't know what to do. Like he didn't even try right, even basic right. troubleshooting. Did you try like, Googling it? Did you try anything? Or, 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 or did you turn it off and turn back on again? Like, yeah, did like, you try that the most at all? Basic thing. <laughs> There's a button in the back that says reset. Do you know what that button does? Guess what it does? Like, it come wipes on. Out all the settings. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes you need to do that. Fair. So I can't believe it's taken me this long to talk to you about this. But have you heard about the LDS millionaire? The LDS. Okay, so that's uh, Mormon, right? Latter Day Saints. Uh huh. 
millionaire. The LDS millionaire. <laughs> uh, I haven't heard of. Uh, I, I assume there are LDS know. millionaires. Oh, you would know. No, no, no. You would know if you've heard of this. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not usually one for news, but this is just too amazing. So this guy um, is apparently a millionaire and is looking for companionship. And so he reached out to this like matchmaking service. And all of a sudden in Utah, we started seeing these signs for uh, LDS millionaire looking for uh, eternal companion apply here. Oh, is like, that like the billboards. billboard that you took a picture of for group me that one day? Yep. Oh yep. my God. I was wondering what that was. I was like, is that a new show or something? Nope, that, or... that is a real thing with a real person behind it. Oh my God. That <laughs> is so like, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know how to describe <laughs> that. That's so strange. <laughs> so, it goes further though, like so. The they had an application oh, there's more. process. Okay, yeah, no. So this is all over. the The whole shindig has happened, and you had to if you had to apply. Apparently, they had like a, th- a thousand or some uh, like women apply to be the bride, the bride to be okay. or whatever. Yeah, um, they narrowed it down to what I think was like twenty women, which. When you saw these women, they're all like the same person. Like they're just 20 different variants of the exact same girl. Um, Which I'm sorry. I'm sorry if any of those women are listening or anything, but they, they you know, they were looking for a specific type of woman. And yeah, if, really if you narrow, if you narrow it down and there's very little differences, physically speaking, like, you know, he has a type, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a very specific type. You went from a what? A, you said a thousand to twenty. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah, a lot of Beckys. Had, they okay. had a lot of yeah. They had a lot of <laughs> like um, like a rigorous process. Apparently, like there was like a phone interview and then a Skype interview, and yeah, it was it was a big old thing. <laughs> you just you got to see the video. Like, take a second and watch the video for a second. Can you send me the video, and then we'll put the video link in the show notes so other people can also uh, enjoy this. Uh... Do me a favor. See if you can see it on Vimeo. Vimeo. Wow. Vimeo. Okay, all these girls. Wow. These are beautiful women. They're all meeting each other for the first time in a stretch limo. Let's let's see the bachelor. Oh, they don't show the bachelor in this video that I'm watching. No, they never do. He's yeah, no. Oh, so you, so you don't even know what he looks like. Nope. Oh, uh, okay. Not to sound shallow, but he sounds seems very shallow though, too. I mean, if we're being honest, right? Oh, did you not see how they how they were introducing him? Did you skip past that? Uh, the, no, he was behind a white sheet. Yeah. You saw you his silhouette. The, because they, they should have been talking about him and stuff. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, talking about his favorite drink, his favorite ice cream, favorite TV show. Oh, 
Oh. So he's a survivor of an airplane fire. Part that kills me, though, is the pantomimes. <laughs> behind the curtain, they're like, his favorite uh, ice cream is mint chocolate chip. And he mimes eating, eating it. mint chocolate chip ice cream, but it looks so bad. Like, Oh, it's... I thought he was drinking it, and then they said, and his favorite drink is blah, 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 and then he started drinking. I'm like, that's the same movement. <laughs> How's that any different? It just, it's super awkward. Like, this is supposed to be some professional matchmaking service, and this right. is what they decided to go with. Maybe it's the like, only This was their that best option. My question is then, what was your worst option? What was less than this? Because <laughs> oh this this was not good. This whole thing has turned my state into just a meme. Like you are not helping your state keep a look of like not crazy. Like people like to think Utahs are Utahns are crazy, and that's already annoying as it is. Yeah, I can imagine. And so he is just not helping the situation. <laughs> I, I I believe that everybody should be able to find love. Um, I found it in the strangest of places. Um, we both agreed that it's one of a million, two million chances that that would happen. But to go to this length, um, I hate to sound mean or crass, but... There's got to be something else wrong with this guy that he has to go to this this length of trying to find the perfect match for him. Right. You know, and at the end of the day, like I understand maybe when you're a millionaire, you want to make sure the person who loves you loves you for you and not your money. But you're putting on a, a show, which is essentially The Bachelor. And I don't know if they're going to do the whole kind of thing where all the women live together and they take them out on dates. Nope. No, it was just a one-time meet and greet, sign an NDA saying you won't reveal his, his uh, actual identity. And So has he chosen the girl now? As far as I know. But we don't know which girl. And no. everybody's under NDA. Right. Wow. Okay. It's just a super awkward thing. I don't know, man. <laughs> my favorite my favorite joke so far has been like <laughs> 20 girls that are being sacrificed. <laughs> oh god. Like that like I'm not I'm not for the memes cuz I don't want that, but that right. was hilarious. Yeah. I also find it kind of annoying that they focus on the fact that he's a LDS. Like why does that matter? I find it annoying that they focus on that he's a millionaire. I find the whole thing annoying. Well, right, right, but we, we, we uh, take taking it as it already happened, and we get, we we can extrude the the one part that is like, are you trying to um, make this more of a spectacle? The fact that he's a millionaire doing this, uh, fine, whatever. Uh, it's been done before. Like I said, it's a TV show, and maybe that's what they were going off of, and it was just going to be f- for fun and games. But the fact that he's LDS and calling it out and and making it such the mainstay, 
goes back to what you're saying. It puts a it, it it puts a blemish on your community and on your religions. Like, wow, look what this LDS uh, uh, guy is doing. That's such a crazy thing. They must all think like this. Oh yeah, that's right. They're all polygamists, right? I'm like, no, 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 no. You guys need to back up. This is just one guy. <laughs> this is, this one, is just one guy. Crazy. Yeah. No, it's 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 funny that you you uh, you bring this to my attention because I um I was uh, reading an article about these Mormons that um were considered doubters of the religion and how and how the overall church would excommunicate them for being doubters and would call them you know uh you know Satan followers or whatever and then eventually the church said actually you know it. Just because you doubt doesn't mean you're bad, and it changed the view within the church, of of even your family saying, oh, "Okay, if you doubt, that's okay, but we're here as a community to to help uplift you and hopefully get you on the right path. We're not just going to throw you out with yes, yesterday's trash." And it made me realize, like you know, this is such a young religion. That they're still trying to figure things out, but the fact that they're willing to change and do different things and see if it works out for all the community, that's um, that's a beautiful thing. Um, this, on the other hand, is terrible. This just <laughs> this just goes back to to the whole memification of the state, you know, and it's 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 a shame. It, it's it's a damn shame that it's that that it is happening. Yeah, I am definitely not a fan of it. Have we talked about cryptocurrency at all? I think so. Okay. I'm pretty sure. That Probably. Yeah. So for those who don't know, cryptocurrency, um, things like Sparkle, uh, Dogecoin, Bitcoin, um, it doesn't actually exist. It's all digital numbers, zeros and ones. Um, it takes a long time to mine these coins. You need some pretty powerful computers to be able to decipher and create these coins but similar to a stock market these coins do cost actual dollars or euros or whatever and uh, people are making bank uh, the current I think the current uh, Bitcoin uh, amount as of recording this uh, is around 15 to sixteen thousand dollars whereas just about a year ago it was only a thousand so that's a huge uh, influx. The reason why I bring this up now is because Facebook wants to get into the mix with Libra. No. Yes. No. Yes. So does the fact that Facebook, um, um, the, the, does the fact that they want to get into this um, make it mainstream and make it uh, justifiable to, to be okay with cryptocurrency? Or, I thought cryptocurrency was already like mainstream and okay and all that fun stuff. Right, but it would still like <clears throat> as much as Facebook has uh, a negative connotation when you just say the word Facebook, um, because they're such a big company, I feel like uh, I feel like people like okay, well, Facebook is doing it. Maybe this is something that's here to stay. You know, um, I don't know because because. Because as much as people complain about the company and they don't use Facebook proper, they use Instagram and they use WhatsApp and they use all these other like uh, uh, products that Facebook owns. Mm -hmm. Whether they know it's Facebook or not, 
they love it and they use it and they you know take advantage of it uh, to the best of their own particular abilities and you know e-commerce is obviously huge facebook makes a lot of money uh, through e-commerce they have a facebook marketplace now um, but there might be certain situations where someone's like, I want to buy that, but I don't want it being tracked back to me necessarily. Or, or um, Libra, the, the Facebook um, the, uh, the cryptocurrency, uh, will be available outside Facebook. It's just the fact that Facebook is backing it. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm just wondering if that's if you know if if I uh, will see Libra kind of rising to the tops uh, once it gets launched. I know uh, our president is not a fan of it, but at the same time, I don't think he's a fan of uh, any kind of cryptocurrency because he can't control it because it's out of literally out of his hands because it's democratized. Um, yeah. I just, thought, I, I just thought it was uh, kind of an interesting yeah, point no, it's where very they're at right now. I... Because they have a lot of privacy concerns with Facebook, obviously, yeah, and then see, and, and then the cryptocurrency is, is supposed to be completely anonymous. Um, but if you have the know-how, like people can find out who you are and what you're doing with your cryptocurrency. I mean, it, it, it takes a lot to do that, uh, mm-hmm. more so than the average like uh, investigator. But if you have a security investigator that knows um, how cryptocurrency works with the blockchain. Um, yeah, you, you can't really hide. And the fact that, you know, your money is being siphoned through Facebook in one way or another, it's kind of weird, but at the same time, it makes sense that they want to do this. Mm -hmm. Why do you think it makes sense that they want to do this? Facebook's all about control. They want to control, um, the media, whether they want to admit it or not. They want to control um, your buying habits um, or at least have a stranglehold of, um, of you as a person. And to a certain degree, you know, if you use Facebook often, even down to your, your actual emotions, you know, they're noticing that you're looking at a – you want to look at a bunch of happy things, all the recommended stuff – is going to be happy related, whether you follow those channels or those pages or not. And if you're happy, maybe you're more in in, uh, in tune to buy things. And hey, look at this awesome uh, jacket that has all these cool pockets that can charge your phone and it has solar panels on the back. <laughs> oh, it's $400. And uh, maybe you don't want your spouse or you don't want your um, your parents knowing that you're buying it. Um, for whatever reason, this is a terrible example, but you want to buy something that it can't come back to you on a credit card receipt. You Mm -hmm. can buy Libra, um, however much it's going to cost. And then, then you can exchange that accordingly. And I can see Facebook wanting to be able to, while I don't think they're, they're going to get like a percentage of each sale of Libra. Um, that would be completely against what uh, cryptocurrency is all about. Um, right. Just being able to, uh, to be the arbiter of this, uh, I mean, it's it, it's kind of like you know the the, the future that we see in uh, in TV shows, uh, science fiction shows like The Expanse, where they have credit, but you can only buy credit from this one company. Facebook's that company now. 
Yeah, but in a way, they won't be the only company, though, right? Like, they won't... People will elect to not use them. Oh, sure. I guess, unless they make it, like, ultra convenient to use them. Oh, sure. Um, That's the benefit that Facebook already has, right, though? Um, Like, for example, in Facebook Messenger, you can request or send money. And if you prefer to do it that way, it is kind of nice... Because kind of like with your Apple Pay, when you send money through Apple Pay um, through iMessage, it's it's nice. It's all in one application. And while mm-hmm. Apple themselves do not get a cut, they don't care about how much money. They're just like, here's money to Tony. Here's money to Quentin. Bada bing, bada boom. We're done. We're, we're, we're just the, the messenger, so to speak. Um, Facebook um, has that feature as well in Facebook Messenger. But again, because Facebook has that 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 negative connotation of privacy and, and, and things like that. People are very iffy about uh, about sending money on Facebook. Right. Um, but if they're able to change the narrative, and that's the big thing. That's what they're not doing right now. They have to be able to change the narrative where, yes, we've had all these problems in the past. Yes, we had you know uh, Cambridge Analytica where we inadvertently spill the beans on a bunch of you guys whether you whether you knew it or not forget about that this is the new facebook this is where we're focused on privacy and you're focused on privacy and why would you if you're so focused on privacy why would you be sending actual money why don't you send libra and libra is blah blah and blah blah and has these had these advantages and these disadvantages or whatever the case is and if they're able to control that um, and stick to those guns and not lie about it, then maybe, hmm. maybe it would it would be something that uh, we'll see proliferate um, into like the, the 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 real world. I mean, there was a few there was a few months where even like Microsoft accepted Bitcoin to buy things on the Microsoft Digital Store. I thought that was such a weird thing, um, but at the same time, it made sense because you have nerds essentially getting Bitcoin at the time. That's the only kind of person that was getting Bitcoin. And those nerds would also buy things in the Microsoft store because um, because it was just easier. So right. if Facebook does something similar, then I, I can see it being beneficial to them um, if it takes off. If they're, like I said, if they're able to change the narrative, if they're able to, to sway people in, in their direction. It's going to be interesting to watch for sure. Oh yeah, without a doubt. So I thought of an interesting hypothetical the other day, and I wanted to see what your opinion was on it. And the hypothetical is, if someone said, okay, you're going to go back in time 10 years, you're going to like literally rewind the clock, like you're not going to be your current age, you're going to you know, regress 10 years, but you're going to lose something along the way. You're either going to lose 10 years of knowledge or 10 years of wisdom. What do you pick? 10 years of knowledge... Or ten years of wisdom, right? You, you'll you'll go back in time, like it's it's you know it's going to be twenty two thousand nine, okay. and you're going to be ten years younger, right? You're gonna you're gonna retain one of the two, but not both. Okay, so then that the question is, what is the difference between knowledge and wisdom? Right? Uh, like, is that a question that you're asking me, or do you know? Well, I I guess I'm asking you because, like, wisdom and and knowledge are almost, and and I stress the word almost, interoperable. Because you could could be wise 
about, you know, um, hey, just FYI, you know, if you're not a fan, Trump is going to be president uh, unless we do this. Or, um, hey, we're also going to get a measles outbreak. So why don't we nip it in the bud now? Like that, that is knowledge. But wisdom would be kind of like I, I, I associate wisdom in, in this with um, like a like a, a, a sooth, soothsayer, like, you know, um, like a almost a, a wizard in a way. Cause, mm. So I don't I would I would I mean, because of that, I would have to say knowledge because then at least I would have the knowledge that you know 10 years into the future of 2009 something is going to completely disrupt my life that is granted partly my fault but also the uh, partly the fault of another party and See, I'd that. I throw that under knowledge though like I that's what I'm like... saying that's not to me that's knowledge yeah yeah that's knowledge I don't know if there's any wisdom necessarily except for uh, try hard and break things. Like, that's wisdom. That's, you know, like what, what, what Zuckerberg says. You know, go fast and break things and try hard and try again. Like, in a, in a, once, in a, once in a blue moon, it's going to work out for you. And it worked out for him. But... I, I don't know of any necessarily wisdom that I've learned in the past 10 years that would necessarily benefit me. So, yeah, I, I'm going to have to go with knowledge. And then I would say with that knowledge, I would be a lot more proactive in the fields mm-hmm. that I'm in to further my field of study or to make a crap ton of money. Um, going back to the topic that we began this uh, uh, conversation with, or the second topic, I would buy a crap load of Bitcoin. <laughs> and then just sit on it for 10 years, and then poof. Because I would know, as long as the next 10 years do the exact same thing that the 10 years did previously before I went back in time, that Bitcoin would be $16,000 per coin. So if I buy a crap load, I would be set. My kids would be set. But that would be the other thing. Um, because in the past 10 years, I've, I've had my daughter. And I don't know if I change things. I guess I, could, I, I would still be able to change things where uh, my daughter might still be alive. But then at the same time, I might not be in the relationship I'm in right now. And... I don't know if you noticed, but I love the relationship that I'm in right now. So, (laughs) so part of me is like, um, do I stick it out or do I try to cut those corners and find my girlfriend now say, Hey, what's up girl? How you living? And like try to start the relationship in 2009. And I can tell you, when we initially started, you know, when we talked about, you know, where were you 10 years ago? I would, I, I might have been so much happier 10 years ago, whatever. She was not in a place where she is now. And we could have broken up then too. So I don't know. It's, it's such a weird 
Um, <laughs> it's such a, it's such a weird hypothetical because you think you're going in with everything, and you can you can come out a winner, but with that butterfly effect, changing one thing could make everything just kind of fall apart, and it goes against everything that you thought uh, it would be. So, uh, yeah, I would still do the Bitcoin thing. Um, I honestly couldn't tell you if I would want to try and fix my marriage or not. I, I honestly couldn't tell you that. Um, yeah, I would like to say in the meantime, I would wait for, I would wait for Aurelia until the time was right for both of us. And hopefully we would both swipe at the same time on Tinder. Hopefully. I don't know. <laughs> Cause that's how we found each other. And that's just a chance thing, right? So what about you though? Um I take the wisdom and lose the knowledge. Uh Okay, so like, what wisdom are you talking about though? Just like life lessons and like knowing like the know- the the wisdom of friends don't make good uh neighbors uh, roommates. Oh, okay. Like, I don't necessarily know why, like, I don't have the knowledge of, like, what's happened in the past or anything, but I know that life lesson is there, and I know my brain is saying, you know, hey, don't do this. Right. I don't know particularly why, but I'll take it. So, wait, um, when you go back in time, oh, that's right, because you've lost all of that knowledge, you've lost all of those memories, essentially, but you have these life lessons that just kind of appeared in your in your mind mm-hmm. okay yeah no i'm keeping the knowledge i'll go to you for the wisdom <laughs> see that's how this will work out i will give you all the knowledge you need to know right you know um maybe you know invest in microsoft in 2000 and in, in 2013 when it's kind of low and then 2015 goes and it spikes and you'll make some money. So there you go. Yeah, I'll be there for you, bro. I got you. Well, 2009, might as well invest in iPhone, right? And Apple? No, the iPhone came out in 2007, though. It's already late. Ah, oh, dang. Yeah. See, this is knowledge that I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I honestly, I would love to hear from the from the rest of you guys if you want to put it into the Reddit uh, thread. What would you guys do? Ten years worth of knowledge or ten years worth of wisdom? If you went back in time, what would you give up? What would you keep, and why? Let us know. Tony, I have an extremely important and slightly dire question for you. I'm a little afraid at the question, but go on. What's your favorite breakfast food? <laughs> Okay, I'd like to clarify uh, if there is any confusion. The favorite Pop-Tart that has become my favorite breakfast food, uh, Pop-Tarts in general, is and has always been Strawberry Frosted. But if I had to choose anything else, I really like pancakes. Huge fan of pancakes. Um, I like pancakes with a little bit of butter and... Uh, maple syrup. What about you? Well, if you had to do breakfast food, and it was the last breakfast food? Oh my gosh, waffles! Waffles for sure. Jeez, I am 
the biggest fan of waffles that was with chocolate chips. Ominous, and I know it's like ominous voice. No, oh my no, god, no. waffles, waffles, waffles. waffles. Okay. <laughs> Do you know the waffle like, song? Yes, and I, I bug I I bug my wife with the waffle song because I sing it <laughs> purposely incorrectly. <laughs> Yeah, I, I sing. I sing it very badly, and I use the incorrect wording, um, so it like just bugs the crap out of her every time, and it's hilarious. But yes, I I'm a huge fan of waffles, specifically with chocolate chips. I don't care if that makes me nine; it it's delicious. There's nothing wrong with being and nine. I'm happy. Totally fine with that. There's nothing wrong with having chocolate chips in your waffles. Yeah, do you, boo boo? I'm totally down with that. Like, I wouldn't if I had a choice between waffles and pancakes. I think I would still choose pancakes. My favorite thing to put in pancakes are sliced bananas. That's one thing that I've come to realize as an adult is like people when they say they used to say, "Well, pancakes and waffles are the same thing," and I'm like, "Okay, they're the same batter." Yes, sure, hundred percent. But they are very different in terms of texture if they are cooked correctly. If they're cooked correctly, there should be a large difference. One should have like a crispy, almost crunchy, yeah, yeah crunchy exterior and then a uh, soft interior, whereas the other one is soft all around. Right. And if you're uh, really good with your pancakes, you can make designs with it. Whereas a waffle is, well, just a waffle and it has little red. Well, you can have, it can have designs if you have a waffle maker with designs. Right. But I'm saying there's pancakes that actually look like people. That people have done with the pancake uh, pancake batter, and it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. In the end, though, while it might be the same batter, and, and it comes from the same mind, uh, the end result are two very different um, uh, uh, breakfast plates. Well, you know what would be my, my alternative would be scones. Uh, really? Scones? Uh, Dude, scones are the best. So white. Um, no, scones, I... I uh, I like the I, I like the scones that have a little bit of chocolate on them, so I can do those. But the- okay, here's here's a question then, because we might be. I've heard there's different variants on what a scone is. I was just about to kind of dive into that. My definition of a scone. Okay, so what's your definition of a scone? It's essentially a brick. Of, <laughs> of, of it's essentially like the leftover batter. Of like bread making, and they're like, uh, yeah, we'll make this uh, a little bread thing, like a roll. Well, it doesn't look like a roll because it's not smooth; it's all bumpy and stuff. Uh, we'll call it something different, uh, like a cone or something. Well, it's not cone shape. Uh, scone. Yeah, yeah, it's a scone. So that's what I, <laughs> that's what I imagine a scone is. It's just this little like, uh, little, essentially like like a roll that that is. That is not a roll, got all bumps and everything in it, but then it has like toppings on it, and sometimes um, the good amount of toppings are are sweet kind of toppings, and the ones that I like are chocolate. So if I had to, interesting. Um, yeah. Have you so the scones that I'm used to are buying like frozen rolls, and then letting them thaw and letting them ra- uh, letting them rise. And then throwing them and, you know, frying them. Have you ever had syrup, like maple syrup on a scone? I don't believe I have. It is the best. Okay. You are missing out. Okay. Let it be known. Okay. (laughs) 
Next time I have a chance to try it, I shall report back to let you know my feelings, thoughts, and uh, uh, emotions regarding well, your I guess concoction. While we're, while we're on the subject, sausage or bacon? <sighs> You're killing me, Smalls. Um, I have to go with bacon. Yeah? Yeah. The thing is, here's the thing. Sausage can be uh, a lot more filling because it's you know plump and sausagey. But the mm-hmm. sweetness of bacon with maple syrup, you can't, you can't, you can't go wrong. You, you got. <laughs> Thing is, though, then also like my arteries hate me because I have to have a lot more bacon compared to mm-hmm. the amount of sausages. I would have like maybe four sausages, but then I would have ten strips of bacon. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> now I'm good. But I also can't move. Oh, this is bad. I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna die right here in this IHOP. So with bacon, chewy or crunchy? Oh, crunchy all the way. Oh, that's where you lost me. I was all for the chewy bacon. Oh, but crunchy okay. bacon? No. All right. Well, thanks for listening, pass. guys. We're not friends anymore. And uh, <laughs> um, no, I love crunchy bacon. You know the kind of bacon that I really, really like is the bacon that's slightly burnt. You are disgusting. You. <laughs> Bacon should bend, not snap. No, bacon should snap. Bacon should completely snap. The kind of bacon that should bend is Canadian bacon, which essentially is just ham. I don't. I don't know how to. How else to tell you that you're wrong? I don't know <laughs> how we can ever have breakfast together. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, okay. Eggs scrambled. Yeah. I don't like runny eggs. Um. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't like the runniness of it. And then also like eggs that are like hard boiled or, um, is it hard boiled that I don't like? It just gives off this weird eggy smell that scrambled eggs doesn't. And even without like putting in any kind of like uh, spices or anything like that, the, Mm. the, the hard boiled egg smell or even like the, uh, the sunny side on top smell just aggravates my senses but the smell of scrambled eggs to me personally is very inviting and uh interesting yeah what about you though if you mr Eggman, uh i usually do over easy see i don't even know what that means so uh, the egg yolk is not broken um it's cooked for a few minutes on either side and when you cut into it it is very runny yeah i hate that I don't, okay, maybe, yeah, no, it's, mm, when you put the egg and the yolk and the the little orange thing and you open it up and then it gets all over your plate, it starts seeping into the other foods that you have on the plate. Yes. That's terrible. No, no, you separate the two. (laughs) There's got to be a wall of separation. Put like a napkin in between. Get it it into your waffle. Oh, Oh, that's terrible. The the waffle (laughs) is seeped with powdered sugar and 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 chocolate chips and maple syrup, and you want eggs to touch that? Are you insane? Powdered sugar? No, 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 no. You have chocolate chips. You have. Wait a minute! You're not a powdered powdered sugar fan? No. Oh, we clearly do not know each other. sugar why would you do that you're ruining it just a little bit just a no, not no, just a, no, just a, ruined. Just, ruined. just a, 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 
a powdered sugar. No. No. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) Wrong, I say. Okay, so after that, the hash browns. What about them? Are they, like, soft? Do they, are they, like, crispy? Not a huge hash brown fan, but okay. Um, I like them crispy. I'll take your hash browns. Yeah, that's fine. I'll take your bacon as long as they do it properly. Um, yeah, but if I had to, uh, yeah, crispy, crispy hash browns. Hmm. What you're telling me? You like your hash browns soft and no, soggy? No, 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 no. I was more just listening. I you had this actually... condescending. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. I'm still not over everything else, though. <laughs> okay, then, Mr. McKinnon, how do you take your hash browns? Crispy, just just crispy as as crispy as possible okay. through and through. That's the thing is they they usually like uh, will crispy the uh, just like the outer layer, like yeah, just the outer layer, like spread them out, get them all crispy. Let's go. If you haven't had breakfast yet, um. I, I don't know about you, but I'm starving. So I genuinely might make a waffle right now. I so don't have should, a waffle uh, maker. Okay, up. so okay, you guys know where to go. Okay, bye. Now, um, okay, um, last question: uh, fruits with your breakfast, like you know, like that when you go to a hotel buffet, um, um, and they have like fruits. I maybe have some like watermelon or something, but for the most part, it wouldn't be my first choice. Grapes. If it was like a buffet, uh, like whatever. I go with grapes because it's an easy thing. And it's like, I just have a tiny branch of grapes, and then I'm done, and I feel like I've had my fruits for the morning. Uh, whereas, whereas a melon, it's like, I know you're not saying the whole watermelon. You're, t- you're talking about a slice. But generally speaking, they're, they tend to be large. I'm not even talking that. I'm talking a couple cubes. Oh, just a couple cubes. Are you cubing it out there? Okay. All right, then. Yeah, maybe. I don't like the crunchiness of watermelon, though. It's just weird. Oh, see, that's the best. No, you're wrong. Uh, so clearly, Quentin and I cannot come to a consensus or an agreement when it comes to breakfast foods. But uh, nevertheless, we're still friends, kind of. Not really. Um, Quentin, where can people find you? On Instagram and Xbox at Firewall. And for those of you that also want to find me in uh, those same places, under Lazy Tech Tony. You can follow both of us on Mixer, under Firewall for him, under Lazy Tech Tony for myself. All the other YouTube links will be found in the description down below, as well as our Reddit channel and our Instagram, Still Recording Podcast. Make sure you follow. And lastly, if you guys can, it really does help us, as well as getting uh, the podcast noticed, if you leave a review, whether it be in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, the Google Play, wherever you can leave a review, uh, we appreciate it. Also, so we can better ourselves. So. That's about it from us right now. We'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.